0: A popular podcast i'm steve he is sometimes they call me beaker It's <laughs> true that's true i don't call you that i i aren't i one of your friends that never call you that
1: actually none of my friends ever call me that it's oh. it's what i always wanted to be called oh. but they always called me van oh, that's instead not, of beaker that's not right my, my brothers were beakers and i've never i've never attained that level of <laughs> nickname success <clears throat>
0: Well, I've I've always gone with my friend, so that's a good place to go, I
1: think. That's right. Well, <laughs> you called me doctor, and I like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. You, <laughs> you earned it for crying out loud. So.
1: It is an earned doctorate. It really, it really is. <laughs> yes.
0: um, from a reputable institution. Yes. Yes. Not some fly-by-night that we've heard from the other places. Um,
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> There's so many things I want to say now, and I can't say any of them, yeah, so yeah, I,
0: think,
1: yeah, we, I think we must move on. So t- There's institutions I want to mention, there's <laughs> there's degrees that I want to mention.
0: Yeah, well, kind of like my worthless degree in leadership. But anyway, I digress. Uh, <laughs> so tonight, buddy, we're talking about 2 Corinthians 7.
1: Yes. So what we're going to get is a couple of chapters of him just continuing, of Paul continuing to... Uh, to to just pound home that that he really is a good guy and he does care about them, you know. And after that, we're getting into some quite interesting chapters uh, uh, where he defends his apostleship and and the hardships that he's gone through. But we've got a couple of these these chapters that for me they're just yeah yeah I get it I get it you know you love them and and they should love you back. <laughs> but um, but, <laughs> but but I do want to say that. That this this is, I, you know, I can't I can't really recall the age of Paul at this time. I don't know if we ever really knew how old he was when he started, so we didn't know how old he was at this point. Okay, but it's starting to sound a little old manish to me. Hmm. And uh, but he but what he says is very is you know it's biblical, so I better say it's very important because it still is right. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It still is, yeah. I'm telling people stories around here now. I'm walking home with them. And I said, did I tell you that? He said, yeah. I said, well, I only really have three stories. And I just kind of put little different slants on them. <laughs> that's pretty much all you can do at my age. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, folks, let's just jump right in. we Corinthians 7. Um, and I'll probably, let's, I should scroll down so we can actually see you. Ooh, that's it, eh? Okay. Well, maybe I'll read the first. Yeah, text. it's
1: it's not long. We we might go on forever, but it's the the chapter itself's not long. Okay.
0: Well, here we go. Therefore, since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God.
1: Yeah. So we're just gonna ignore that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's be written for other people. <laughs> So for those that say, because Paul, remember we said in other places, he said, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient, right? Yeah. So I can do anything I want. It just really won't get me to my goal. Um, here, he's quite clear that, um, that he wants you to get away from the stuff that contaminates you. Yeah. And really, you know what he's talking about? He's talking about, you know, the things that affect your mind, the things that you put in your body, sexual immorality, yeah. lying. You know, all those things that he talks about in Galatians before he does the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. He just he just says that we are trying to perfect ourselves unto God. Hmm. So for all those that say, you know, for Paul, everything's law and grace, it is. But he still thinks that there's a way that you should live. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> verse 2, then. Make room for us in your hearts. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have exploited <clears throat> no one. I do not say this to condemn you as I have said before, that you have such a place in our hearts that we would live or die with you. Sorry, I'll I'll make a joke later. I have spoken to you with great frankness, and I take pride in you, and I am greatly encouraged. In all our troubles, my joy knows no bounds.
1: Yeah, so obviously he's he's continuing that same same line of defense, right? Um, Look, we've not corrupted anyone. We've not exploited anyone. We are good guys and and we would we would stand with you to the death. Yeah. You know? I would take a bullet in the brain for you, yeah. but you would not do the same for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bruno Mars, <laughs> who I love his singing and dancing, but it is kind of a dumb line. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> But he is he is a, an excellent artist so I want to be careful about that and then he talks about and then he wants hot dogs right I have spoken to you
0: <laughs> great Frank. <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> <laughs> with great ballpoint ballpark franks <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs>
1: and then he's, and then you know I, it must be later on he says that you you haven't embarrassed me because I know he does say that but here he just says you know I'm really encouraged and I'm taking pride in you um my joy knows no bounds. Yeah. It's weird, eh? He's flipping back and forth, isn't he? You know? Yeah, sorry that I upset you. You know, I'm really happy right now. Yeah. Yes, they're beaten they're beating me almost to death and you know I'm I'm despairing of life almost. Yeah. But everything's good. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, it's the the dichotomy of this thing is is hard to take, really. Yeah. yeah. But, it, it's yeah.
0: almost like Paul's trying to be positive, right? you know like not that he Ah. is positive but he's trying to be positive too
1: yeah because he's not beyond manipulation um uh he does that in in some of his other books uh like philemon he manipulates them terribly (laughs) and of course my teachers would always say he didn't manipulate them he showed them the spiritual way to go the right way to go (laughs) but he said stuff like you know (laughs) i know i know you would do for him even more than i would do it i'm coming to see a very soon to, to, you know and, and I, I can't wait to see all the wonderful things you just did for, for Philemon <laughs> no, it wasn't Philemon it's too Philemon about Anesimus yeah. and so Paul's not beyond that and but here I mean he just loves these guys and, and he's and he's broken
0: yeah 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 um, yeah right and I, you know like you've said to me many times we also need to understand how the Middle Eastern culture worked at that point in time too right so that's kind of this is part of part and parcel this is how it worked
1: yeah they really got the hierarchy of you know the pastors in charge and but that but the whole their whole system worked that way every every piece of their system worked that someone was in charge and other people followed yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't um, you know like like the people that work for you actually control what's going on
0: <laughs> that's a little too close to home isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah Yeah, welcome to the Northwest Territories, everybody.
0: Uh, Verse verse 5. For when we came into Macedonia, we had no rest, but we were harassed at every turn, conflicts on the outside, fears within. But God, who comforts the downcast, comforted us by the coming of Titus, and not only by his coming, but also by the comfort you had given him. He told us about your longing for me, your deep sorrow, your ardent concern for me, so that my joy was greater than ever.
1: So they've had a rough go in Macedonia, right? Right. You know, and the Macedonians, the the Greeks, at one point spoke of the Macedonians and they said, you know, they're they're barbaric. Hmm. Um, they they uh, they don't mix their wine with water. Like they're 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 just harsh, crazy people. Hmm. But don't forget that Alexander the Great, the great Greek leader, was actually Macedonian, <laughs> and his father Philip was was the one who who tied who pulled the Greek Empire together through really strategic political moves well this is where Paul is now many many years after well Alexander was at 323 he died right and yep. then and split it to his generals and now we're you know we're 350 years later okay. um, so so there there you go so so he's so happy with the coming of Titus and they've treated Titus really well and he's happy about that yep. Titus remember he wrote the book of Titus and Timothy those are the pastorals. And where he's talking to young ministers about how they should act. Right, right. And he loves Titus.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that would have pleased him just to treat like you know, like if someone treated you well, I'd be happy that, you know, hey, you treated my friend well, so I can like you. One day I hope
1: you hear about that from some place <laughs> that I've been
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh <clears throat> verse eight, folks. Even if I cause you sorrow by my letter, I do not regret it. Although I did regret it, I see that my letter hurt you, but only for a little while. Yet now I'm happy, not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. See what this godly sorrow has produced in you, what earnestness, what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done. At every point you have proved yourselves to be innocent in this matter. So even though I wrote to you, it was neither on account of the one who did the wrong, nor on account of the injured party, but rather that, you, that before God you could see for yourselves how devoted to us you are. By all this, we are encouraged.
1: So this is that missing letter that Paul wrote, right? Yeah. And yeah. and I've had a, um, I've had a, a, other authors say, you know, Paul really had a had a big ego, <laughs> and this sounds like that, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm really glad I wrote that letter. Ah, I was sorry for a while, but look look at, look at the good that it did you. <laughs> Look at the indignation and alarm and the longing and the concern and the readiness, you know. I, I know I told you that you should, what you should do. And and we think this is that letter, of course, about the guy who was, um... now I don't know where we get this, but someone talked about, about immorality in his life, like really strong immorality, like sleeping with his own mother or something like that. Yes. And you hear those kind of things. So this this may be a different letter, or it may be that one that he's that he's referring back to. Right. But he but somehow whatever Paul said really really dug deep and hurt them. Yeah. And and so he he's just now saying, you know, we've come through this now. I think we're okay. Yeah. I think we're okay. I I I, re, I refuse to give Paul the ego that others give him. Okay. Like the one writer says, even when he says I'm a sinner, he says, I'm the chief of sinners. <laughs> I wasn't just a sinner. You know, rather than looking at it as if he was, like, downtrodden, he was like, oh, no, I was fantastic at this. And and that's uh, that was an Anglican guy who wrote that. And um, I can't remember his name, so that didn't help at all. Uh, but – but that's the type of things he said about Paul, and and you kind of get it here. Sure. But really, what you want to see is um, is him just desperately trying to bring them along. Yeah, yeah. He really wants to go back and see him. He wants it to be a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, you're right. It'd be easy to read into, you know, 21st century verba, um, verbato, if I said that right, um, <clears throat> into Paul. But that, that's not, that's nelly Furtado, not uh, not. For, <laughs>
1: Is that yeah. what you were trying to say? I was trying to,
0: yes, actually, you'd read 21st century Nelly Furtado into that. Yes. Is. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, just because of his you know his boldness and his courage, but we realized, we have to know that he, he actually genuinely loved these people he d- devoted his life to and literally put his life on the line for these folks. So.
1: And as you said, Steve, he's a man of his time, and in his time um, – you would say this kind of stuff to someone. Yeah. You know, nowadays I would, I would be very hesitant to write this way to anybody, but in those days you could. Yeah.
0: It was probably expected. Yeah. Even good point. Yeah. Good point. Um, Okay. So we're at kind of 13 B if you want to, if you're following along, playing the at home game of uh, the apocalyptic podcast. Uh, So it starts in addition to our own encouragement, we were especially delayed to see how happy Titus was because his spirit has been refreshed by all of you i had boasted to him about you and you have not embarrassed me but just oh, there as, it is. ah yes that's right but just as everything we said about you was true so our boasting to you about titus has proved or boasting about you to titus has proved to be true as well his affection for you is all the greater when he remembers that you were all obedient receiving him with fear and trembling i am glad i can have complete confidence in you
1: Builds him right back up, right? yeah, builds him right back up. yeah like you were great to Titus, and um, I like that he says you you have not embarrassed me.
0: Hmm.
1: It's kind of it's kind of something something somebody close to you would say, hmm. like you wouldn't say this to somebody you didn't know. you'd you'd have to be you know pretty close to say, yeah, you 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 did me proud. Almost like That's something just, you'd say to your. Go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say. I think you're about to say it. Like you'd say it to your children, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even even to say it to my daughter, I would be hesitant, um, just because I'm that kind of a humble guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. I mean, completely, yes, I understand where you're going. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But, no, it is something it, it is something you'd say to someone close like your kids. Um, or, you know, you might say it to a younger brother or something like that too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, man, like you've really done well. And um, that he says you yeah, haven't embarrassed me seems a little backhanded. Yeah. But um, But he says that kind of stuff. He uses that word other places, right? Yeah. And I'm reading the English here instead of the Greek, but he he did say I'm not embarrassed by the gospel, you know I'm you know these kind of things, and yeah. and so that would that would be very common for him, yeah. and again total confidence in you guys because he's got to he's got to go against these these apostles these super apostles very soon in here, mm-hmm. and so he, he's continually building them up, and then he's got to kind of take a shot at these leaders of the church that have been. Have been de, de, uh, deriding him. Is that a word? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's the end of this chapter. And as we said, it's it very much has been said before in this book, and he's repeating it again. Yeah. Yeah. This. You say again after you say he's repeating it? No, I think you just say he's repeating uh, it. Yeah, it's
0: all it's all good. There's no judgment here. Yeah. This is this is Paul being the parent of this church, right? I'm proud of you. I had to, I had yeah. to discipline you, but it's okay. We're we're through it. Let's let's move on
1: yeah and and you've you've uh, you've handled it all admirably i'm i'm so pleased yeah yes obviously had a great time I don't, I don't know what all they took them to a show find <laughs> <him> some popcorn what <laughs> <laughs> all they did but um
0: titus you want to go <laughs> to the food court we'll go to the food court and get some <laughs> get,
1: we'll get some chimichangas and away we go because um, it was a pork town they they, they had food from all over but they, they they treated they've done their job well and and he's he's desperately trying to get back and and so that he pulls things together for this church. Yeah. Imagine churches died in the first century just like they die today. Yeah.
0: Well, and it seems like you know we're so surprised about infighting in churches today, but Paul shows us through his letters that there was all sorts of fights going on in the early church.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And remember, the whole book of Acts, struggles within, struggles without. Yeah. Struggles from outside, struggles from inside. And, and that is the life of the church.
0: Yeah. That is you interesting. I, I had see. people
1: say, huh? Go no, ahead.
0: Go. No, you go. I'm sorry.
1: No, I've had people use the cheers kind of idea, you know, and yeah. say, well, you know, people go to bars because, you know, people treat them well and stuff like that. And, you know, how come they can't come to your church? And I think that's a bad illustration, really. You know, um, you know, some good stuff happens in bars, but yeah. you know, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> yeah.
0: you and you're not the type that go there often. So and not often,
1: not often, no, um, or ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but but this is a different relationship than that.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us. There, that was fantastic. Thanks for taking us through that. Just that little thing that you hear about like larry emphasized from paul you know conflicts on the outside and fears within paul was paul was pretty human and paul really wanted to be loved by these people and he wanted to love them back so um we're thankful that you joined us we'll be back in a week's time like like we said we're trying to count down to the christmas break here and we'll we'll kind of yep. get through a few more things but
1: And maybe next week I'll ask you, how do you picture Paul? And we can we can talk about that because we must have an image of him in our, you know. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious as to how how you picture him, and I'd like to know how other. I'd actually like to know how others picture him. Yeah,
0: that's kind of it's an interesting thought because, yeah, yep, okay. I'm I'm gonna prepare for it right now. I'll actually get up. (laughs) Um, All right, folks. So that'll be us next week, and I think we've got maybe two weeks left. I think we'll squeak in maybe two more episodes before... Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, if if that, uh, next week for sure. Yeah, yeah probably two, probably yeah. two. Yeah.
0: Well, well, Lord willing, we'll get to in, and then we'll take our Christmas break, and uh, Larry and I will um, gorge ourselves on turkey stuffing and... Um, Oli bolin. Oli bolin. And, Oli bolin. Uh, egg, I'm really into the eggnog. I love the eggnog. Um, and, and chocolate that I shouldn't eat. Lots of chocolate, so... Um, All right, so we'll do that next, you know, we'll do that after that. But uh, anyway, thanks again. We'll see you next time on The Apartment.